Welcome, Nicole. I'm so excited to be having this conversation with you. This is the first Habit Talks of the new year, so it's going to be a great way to start off the year and kick the, off, kick the year off right. Uh, can we start out by you introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. My name is Nicole. Um, I'm currently living in Istanbul. I moved here from New York, um, and I'm a public art curator, um, among other things that I do. Great. I'm also living in New York currently, but I'm originally from Istanbul, so we did the switch. You came yes. to Istanbul, <laughs> I went to New York. That's fun. Yeah. Um, it's lovely that you're working in art and design. So in that industry, what kind of an impact does habit building and routines have, and how did you get involved in these kind of journeys? That's a really good question, actually. I think that some of my personality traits and just like habits and tendencies actually help this in this field because you have to be super organized and um, there's a lot of coordination that happens with different people like city agencies you have to get permits you have to talk to like fabricators and artists and so having the I guess ability to be super organized and kind of look at your tasks list and, and kind of align things in the right way and figure out like what's knowing yourself like what's the best situation that's you can put yourself in to make all of these things happen um so i always look back at, at projects and things and i'm grateful for that like not everybody you know is has i guess not tendency but uh they're not so inclined i think uh it's harder for some people um so i'm always super glad that i'm kind of have that hardwired into me to be um pretty dil diligent and like double checking everything a hundred times. And I guess in itself, that is a habit. Yeah. And do you think that was always a part of your personality and was hard wired to you? Or is it something that you strengthened across along the way uh, as you started developing mm. your career or as you started moving around, maybe when you moved to Istanbul, things changed. What was that like? Yeah. I think it's always kind of been a part of my life. I guess it has, come from the way I was raised like my mom was also this way um, like everything was always in its place and we these habits were ingrained in us as well like um, you know be it here at this time or like come early things like very like minute daily life kind of things and so I just learned it that way and then as I started becoming my own person whether in school or with work I saw how that when you're around your peers and you see some other people like doing things differently, I realize, oh, wow, I'm not just like good at this because I'm, you know, focused or doing the readings or putting in the work. It's also these underlying things that are helping me, um, like these personality traits and these habits that do help me like get further and succeed. So I think it's like twofold. Definitely. And do you think you would be able to give us some examples of like what were the initial habits that you had in your life that you can pinpoint and then how they have changed as your life changed with it? Hmm. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is like writing everything down, um, whether before it was like on paper and now it's on the phone or the calendar. But I I'm very like uh, particular about writing things down whether it's like appointments that I have or like things that I have to do like I love to do lists and even those have like mini lists in them um, and I think it's part of me being like a visual learner um, I like to say so I need to like see the thing that I need to accomplish and that really helps me to like it's motivation one 
um, because sometimes I'm, you know, we're all human. So there's times where, you know, other things are going on and you may not feel that same like energy or inspiration. But for me, if I see it like on a physical paper or somewhere, it's kind of like, okay, like you can do this, like get to it. And then there's this satisfaction of like crossing the thing off the list um, that I'm a fan of. Um, that's like my little, my little pick me ups throughout the day. Um, so I guess something that has also, I guess I brought with me into adult life is yeah, that and things like uh, being, being somewhere, you know, five minutes early, um, you know, has to be on time, like uh, waking up with enough time in the morning. That's something that was my whole life, you know, from, you know, getting, needing to get up early for school. And then now eventually it's work or other projects. Um, I like to give myself enough time and sometimes it's, overdone but I am just kind of like that's just who I am and people like make fun or tease or laugh and it's like why are you up at like five or six in the morning and I'm like sometimes I don't have something like pressing to do but it's just what I do you know it's just my habit I guess and like I wake up and then I'll like I'll find something to do but that's something that's never really left my my routine I definitely agree with you on the checking things off your checklist because I remember when I first uh, started ninth grade. So it was the first time academics were becoming a really big thing. And then there were so mm -hmm. many different courses. And I remember before in middle school and in primary school, th the homeworks were kind of structured and set in stone. So you didn't really have to take note them down. But in right. high school with all these different classes, I remember I was noticing myself like forgetting assignments and because I wasn't noting them down. And I remember start creating that habit and starting to really buy myself like agendas where I like put down like all these checklists. And even though if mm -hmm. I had completed an assignment, I would put it down on the checklist just to check it off. It's such a yep. rewarding feeling. I do that I completely too. hear you on that. It's, yeah, it's so nice. It's, it's so it feels, makes you feel accomplished. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's very interesting about you waking up early because recently I've been coming across so many people that have created that habit of waking up early, like uh, what's mm. like 5am, 6am. And a lot of people say it gives them some time to themselves before like the world wakes up or they're like people, sure. the people that they interact with wake up. And it's a time where they can like focus on maybe working out and focus on meditation, focus on like maybe even meal prepping and whatnot so what mm -hmm. are certain things that you do when you wake up early before you get started on work or start interacting with people my first thing in the morning is like wash my face and then i come to the kitchen i have some tea and then i just sit down and like i don't have any tech around because i'm on t on the computer and the phone a lot of the day so i give myself like 15 minutes just like have the tea be present That's like another thing I've been working on in the last few years is like awareness and being in the present moment. So that's my like, if I don't do it throughout the whole day, at least I did it, you know, for 15 minutes in the morning. Um, that's how I justify it at least. Um, so I do that and then I work out. I'm, I'm a runner and then I'm also super into like fitness stuff. So right now with all the pandemic and everything, I'm just working out at home. So I'll go take a run and then I come back and like do stuff. And there are days when I don't do that, that I start to see, I guess, the benefits and why potentially I, I love doing that. And I'm always, regardless of the day, time or whatever, I gravitate towards like my workout, for example. It's like I'll be maybe a little bit more irritable or not as much like uh, 
in high spirits and then those are the days where like I've skipped something or I've skipped a part of this routine and then that for me ends up being oh okay so like keep doing that like it's your it's working it's you're not only doing it because you like it but it's also benefiting you in these other ways so that helps me get back on track if I ever you know life happens you falter you, you skip a day of this that or the other so that's something that I recently like aha moment of like oh yeah like it's you like it you do it for health reasons but then again it's helping you as a, your personality your engagement with people throughout the day and experiences so um that was a really nice realization um after working out um what do i do it's either like read and write or read or you know one or the other um i'm I have like a newsletter that I work on. It's a personal project. I also have like some research that I'm doing right now in terms of like personal ecology stuff. So I'm just doing like a little bit of reading here and there. And then I try to like leave the house. Um, it's a really interesting time because I don't have like a office to go to. I don't have a like a job, a formal job here. So it's very much a mental exercise and like uh, it's a conversation with myself of like, get out of the house, like go walk around, go do something, an errand turns into this, that or the other, or um, just kind of like figuring out something to do, explore. And so that's my latest habit in these last two months um, being here and uh, just trying to figure out like the best way to, to use my time. So that's super important to me. Definitely. And I think that's such a beautiful way to put it, just forcing yourself to come out of uh, the house, just a change of scenery makes all the difference. And something that I picked up uh, in what you were saying, which I found interesting was how you have found the flexibility to transform those habits into different things so that you can make it work with how your life is changing. For instance, the pandemic, mm -hmm. you just being in Istanbul and uh, not having an office to go to. I found that to be initially challenging, but when you accomplish that, it's very, very rewarding. For instance, I also uh, find it difficult on the days where I don't work out, like because really working out in the morning lifts my mood and gives me an additional mm -hmm. uh, sense of energy. And on the days where I don't work out, I try to create plans around like some sort of exercise. Like let's say I was, I had promised my friend that we would get coffee in the afternoon. I turned into a walk rather than a coffee. So it's yeah. definitely important to not be too hard on yourself in those days where you can't follow through with a habit, but also finding ways to find alternatives and like create creative yeah. alternatives and whatnot. What are yeah. some other things that you've relied on, especially during the pandemic, and then that has helped you uh, come through this process like stronger? I think it's definitely like the movement. It's very focused on movement and what it's not, doesn't necessarily have to be like an intense uh, workout or anything, but um, through the bulk of the pandemic, I had a broken foot. So I was like just stuck at home period. Like I couldn't even take the, you know, quarantine walks with the mask thing. So what I'm in right now in this aftermath is just immensely grateful to be able to even walk, you know, like those are things that for me are much brighter and I'm much more aware of the simple things of like, oh, I can take a walk because like I physically can take it. So I'm going to take it um, because of being, you know, unable to use my body for, you know, eight months or something like that. So I think that's definitely what I draw the most like energy from and what I, I just like it 
you know, so I give it to myself. I let myself have those moments. Um, yeah, yoga, walking, um, whatever it is, like stuff with weights, TRX, like all anything that can get me moving. And like you said, it, it fills me with this, like, obviously it's endorphins, there's science behind it. But even just knowing like, oh, I did that. And there's a thing that I didn't think that I could do. Those little moments of like reward, I think, obviously our brain enjoys that it feeds off of that it's it's good for us but i think also psychologically and emotionally it's it's nice to have something that you didn't think you could do and then all of a sudden it's just a tuesday and you did this weird thing and you're excited about it so i think in the in the context of a pandemic it's it's very important to find those pockets of excitement and pockets of accomplishment in a new i guess format of living you know either whether you're stuck at home or um you're not able to like leave or you have to go to places that you're not wanting to go to it's like okay well how can i readjust how can i um adjust to this adjustment essentially like and still kind of uh what's the word retain myself some sort of you know semblance of who i am and and what I'm I'm here to do. And do you think going forward, uh, there are certain habits that you haven't been able to take on just yet and want to develop? Like, do I have a list written down somewhere of things I want to do? Probably. Um, I definitely want to write more. That's something that I I've identified as a writer my whole life. So there's this weird self pressure of like, if you're not writing, you know, what are you doing? Um, and of course, with life and this, I'm in a transition phase. I've moved across the Atlantic. Uh, I don't have any family here. I have friends, but um, it's definitely taxing in some ways that you don't really realize at first, or you realize it only in these like certain moments. So I have been thinking consciously about like, I want to write more. So I actually, was it last week or maybe two weeks ago, I said like, okay, don't make it so much, um, like have it don't have it be filled with so much pressure like oh sit down and write for three hours like make it like you know in the morning write for like 10 minutes or when you're picking up your phone and randomly scrolling that's an opportunity to put it down so I talk to myself with myself in these ways of like it's not a punishment because you didn't do something or um, it's not a bad thing that this you're still not writing even though you really really want to um, I just tried to I had, whether it was a book or maybe in therapy at some point, I learned about like a habit ladder. So like when you're trying to like start a new habit, you just tack it on to the end of something else that you're already doing. So like, okay, after my tea or after my workout, like boom, like put put that 10 minutes in of writing there. And then that helps you to like, it doesn't feel so overwhelming to just like, I'm going to start doing this new thing, you know? So yeah, writing is is my answer to that. So I'm trying to tuck it into like my habit ladder and figure it out from there. Yeah, I definitely agree with the habit ladder concept, but I'm also a very big proponent of just finding ways to start small because mm -hmm. I'll find myself, let's say I want to work out more in the new year. I'll find myself going to the gym or like finding a workout routine every day for a week and not finding that sustainable going forward. So like, maybe just trying to find different ways of like structure that is going to be flexible enough so that it will fit in your routine as a whole and just mm -hmm. finding small steps to like build up to that point where you're actually like working out at a level where you are satisfied with it so I think right. those both those concepts go hand in hand for sure 
And let's give you a one final question before we end this. Uh, what is your biggest hope for 2022 in terms of your personal growth? It could be a personal growth. It could be um, um, a milestone that you want to accomplish or on the way of accomplishing. What is your biggest dream? <laughs> Uh, this year, I, I've been working on this project with a friend the last couple months and the end goal or I guess one of the milestones of that project is going to be like a curated show. So I want to curate my own um, small like show here in Istanbul um, with some video artists that I really like and then other works that I will hopefully come across with along the way. Um, and then we have this idea for an event where it's... Um, curated experience uh it's like half social half art so you're going there and you can mingle and get to know people and we'll have like different uh you know corners of, of artwork going on or um immersive art interactive art so that's something that now with the new year we're kind of like okay we are picking a date and we're looking at venues and um we're writing out like the business plan essentially and so i'm i'm really looking forward to that happening i hope it comes through um, like I'm ready to put in the work for it. So it's exciting. That's very exciting. And hopefully it will be a blast. And hopefully I'll be here to come and see the <laughs> show. I was just thinking the same thing, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be here. Maybe you'll have a New York version. That would also be, that's also a goal of mine to curate something in, in New York. It's, I'm born and raised there. So I've done like all the public art stuff, but to have my own proper like uh, show would be also really great. Well, definitely keep me posted on that. I'm very excited to see yeah. what the updates are going to be. And thank you so much for uh, making the time today for joining us for this week's Habit Talks and the first Habit Talks of the new year. It was great to talk to you and uh, you. we're looking forward to having you as a part of the community going forward. Me too. Thank you so much.